Hot Cocoa Podcast. You're here as always with Gabby and Emma. But this week we have a little special guest, and our name is Camilla. Hello, everyone. Here she is. Hi. Thanks for having me. Thanks I'm for excited. coming, Camilla. Yeah, thank you for coming. Of course. Um, so Camilla and I are friends from high school. Yeah. Her and Emma don't really know each other that well. No. This is our it's third time meeting. Yeah. yeah. Second time was at yoga last night. Yeah. Last night at yoga. <laughs> yeah, we ran into each other all at yoga we last night. We weren't expecting yeah. to see each other. We didn't know she was going to be there. And then Gabby said, yeah. like, halfway through the class, her and Camilla made eye contact through the mirror. Yeah. Oh, well, I saw Emma yeah. first. And then I was like, wait, if Emma's here, that means that Gabby's most likely to yeah. be here, too. And then I saw Gabby and I was like, and I turned around and I gave her, like, the funniest look. Yeah, we're like, we're like, I just paused and stared at her. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Um, okay, I was gonna tell the story, but then I was like, no, that's, I don't want to. I'm so worry. proud of you, Gabby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, Self control. Yeah, it's a common theme that like I get really you get really carried away with. Yeah, stories. carried away <laughs> with other stories. Yeah. Um. Wait, I feel like you're maybe talking quieter than us. Am I talking So either quieter? move closer okay. or, like, yeah. talk louder. Yeah. Okay, so maybe there's better. You can move this, yeah. too, if okay. you need to pull it closer. I'm it's a dog okay. head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we don't have any cooking. <laughs> um, okay, so, oh, first thing we're going to do is actually talk about our drinks. Because this yes. is something that we're trying to do. It's kind of our the theme of why we started our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So we just go around and say what we're drinking, but I feel like Emma and I are drinking the same things that we drank on our last episode. So no, mine's like different. Not mine's different. Oh, okay. Oh, mine's the same. Okay. Yeah. So you try to switch up your drinks on every episode? Yeah, yeah we try. And we try That's to have cute. something unique, but okay. it's like, you know, the afternoon, so I'm always not feeling coffee. original. I'm just having yeah. coffee again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Gabby's having a regular coffee. <laughs> Yum. Um... What kind of tea am I having? Okay, I'm actually rattled because I wanted oh. to try a new tea today, and it looks really good. I got it for free, and I wanted to try it, but it's a loose leaf tea, and we have nothing to steep it in, and so I had to they just... They sell, like, the little bags, though, at... Like, you can get them at Metro, probably. I know. Or you could easily get a steeper. Yeah, yeah like, I you know. can get, like, those little, like, metal boxes. Now yeah. you have to go, like... No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm just having ginger citrus tea with Yum. agave sweetener. That mm-hmm. sounds really good. It's really good, though. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and uh, the lady of the hour, what are I'm you having? having some <laughs> basic chai tea. Um, yeah, I, re- I didn't really like like darker teas, and then I really expanded my tea horizons. I recently worked at um, the fresh tea shop in Newmarket as a barista. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, I totally yeah. forgot that you worked there. So there, I, I learned about all kinds of different teas. And, okay, fun fact, you probably, maybe you know this, but maybe you don't. If you want to okay. make your tea stronger, you don't actually, like, steep it or leave the bag in for longer because you're yeah. just going to burn the tea. You oh. actually have to add more tea if you want to make it a stronger flavor. Wow. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I would just, yeah, yeah, sometimes I leave mine in for, like, ten minutes. I'm yeah, like, it's no, fine. I did that, like, the other day with my chai tea. I left it in my water bottle, like, this tea water bottle I have, and... If you, I actually like pulled it up to my nose and I smelt it and it smelt burnt. Oh and I was gosh. like, oh, left it in for too long. My tea shop knowledge. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. Yeah. I would like to say I was a barista for like years and I never knew that. So I'm sorry really? to everyone no, they who I gave tea us. to. They would well, like, I feel like if you work at a tea it wasn't, specific yeah. place. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. The guy, the one manager we had, he was really 
really like strict about what we had to we had, like our knowledge and the things yeah. that we had to do so mm-hmm. he, he gave us a test one time during our meeting and it was like how, what's like the appropriate time to steep tea for like where does this kind of tea come from like oh my like gosh. how many minutes for specific yeah. tea like yeah it was really intense but it was cool Wow, yeah. so we have a tea veteran here <laughs> drinking tea that I bought at Metro, so... Okay, I just want to take a minute to say the, the fresh tea shop where Camille used to work. Yeah. Well, it's in Newmarket, Ontario. Plug. Um, it's around the corner from where we went to high school, and that's the first place that I ever had bubble tea at. Oh, really? Yeah, and it, to this day, is still my favorite bubble yeah. tea place. It... it it's just like the best. They have the most unique mm-hmm. combinations. Yeah, you can. They have a lot of different combinations. Yeah, and you can like I don't know. It, I it, mm-hmm. Everything just tastes. Okay, I know it's called the fresh tea shop, but everything tastes. tastes fresh because mm-hmm. I feel like when you go to bubble tea places downtown a lot, it's just like it's a just sweet, a powder, like greasy. Yeah. I feel. yeah, they just put like yeah. a milk flavored milk no, powder. Mm-hmm. That's the only and kind like, I've ever ew, had. And it just tastes like at the tea, tea shop you can we used to have a, what's called um puree. So it's like yeah. you have like it's the gr- it's, it's so the, good. Yeah, it's a green tea base and then the puree is like that comes in a bunch of different flavors. So then when wow. you get that it's a lot lighter and then you can add like tapioca or bubbles. And it actually tastes like the flavor that you're getting. Like if you're yeah. getting raspberry it actually tastes Guys, like raspberry. Really yeah. Go. I'm yeah. really fired it's up yeah. this and our milk tea wasn't with actual milk. It was like a milk powder. So I don't know. I just feel like it made it taste different. And then we had our, our chai teas were so good. It was like, oh did you ever have like the elephant vanilla? Mm-hmm. That was really yeah. my favorite. And the tiger spice. Yeah, because I worked oh right next God. door to this place uh-huh. and at this like little bakery, Nutmeg Bake Shop, guys. Shout out to Nutmeg <laughs> Shout Bake out. Shop. We're being sponsored <laughs> by the documentary people. on them. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Nutmeg Bake Shop is like yeah. my favorite place. I love it. Um, but I mean, we, we didn't really like have like a lunchroom or anything. It's just a small bakery. Mm-hmm. So if I was going to go on my lunch break, um, usually, like, I would just go to the tea shop, like, bring my lunch, and then buy a tea and, like, sit in, like, the area and eat. Yeah. So, I probably single-handedly supported the tea yeah. shop for, like, the two summers that I worked there. Yeah. I probably spent, like, $600 yeah. there total. Yeah. But it's just so good. I couldn't, like, not go there. It is I good. love that place. I never got sick of, um, like, having the tea there. Even while I worked, mm-hmm. I would just, like, if there was extras, the people, like, if sometimes you would make tea... And they would just be like a bunch of extra things. So like if it was yeah. the same tea that you made a couple of times, I would just mix it together and you had like a whole tea. And oh, just yeah. Drink it. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> it's the best. Yeah, it's really tempting. And I would eat a lot of tapioca like behind the counter. Oh my God, I love tapioca. I know. It was bad. Okay. Oh yeah. Good okay. talk. So <laughs> let's move on into our episode. Camilla is mm-hmm. here today yeah. um, because I think she has an interesting life story. <laughs> um I'll let her tell you about it. I don't want to, like, spoil anything or, like, put it into my words, but basically, uh, Camilla has a interesting life story. Yeah. She's one of my favorite people, Aww. so I thought my she would people. have, like, some fun things to talk about and yeah. something different, because I feel like your life story is different than ours, so mm-hmm. you bring a new perspective in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, like, it's not too different from yours instead in terms of family dynamic I feel like yeah. our family dynamic is yeah. very similar which is why we got along so well um but yeah where do I going to start like okay I'll start briefly like at the very beginning yeah okay well <laughs> maybe start with like first how old you are today yeah. so I'm 20 years old not 20 almost 20 I'm 19 mm-hmm. I'll be 20 in two weeks <laughs> um I feel like I said 20 because you said 20 earlier yeah, it was in my <laughs> mind <laughs> but no I'm 19 um I was born in Colombia um, Bogota, the capital of South America, 
And I moved here when I was uh, almost seven years old. I was six, about to turn seven. Okay. And my family basically decided to move here um, just in search of, like, better life, better opportunities. Um, Colombia is, like, a very complicated country in terms of its history with, like, political turmoil and just, like, not being the safest. And my parents had always talked about raising their kids outside of the country. So yeah. they just decided to send their papers in. And, with it, like, it took a couple of years, I think, like, five years. And then when they finally got the approval, we decided to go. But before okay. that, we spent a year living in Panama to see what it would be like living outside oh, of the country. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And living in Panama was fun because it was literally like a, just a year-long vacation. Like, <laughs> we, we went to school, but every weekend we would go to like the boardwalk and go get like ice cream and go out for dinner and it yeah. was hot all the time and I was like super dark uh-huh. that entire year <laughs> so yeah and then once we realized that that was something we'd want to do and we would be able to do um we came to Canada and uh-huh. yeah so yeah. um and ever yeah so when we came here um Did you, okay well I have a question yeah. Did you move right to Aurora Canada mm-hmm. okay yeah yeah so we've always lived in Aurora um uh, 40 kilometers north of Toronto for those yeah. who don't know. <laughs> I, I, a there? lot of people like that I meet here don't know what Aurora is. I wouldn't know unless I knew no, people there. People yeah. know like Newmarket. I say Newmarket. That's like a landmark. Yeah. yeah. But when people, people don't know, know I'm like just get on the 404 and drive until you see Aurora or Newmarket. It's right before Newmarket. Yeah. Um, oh so yeah how did your family pick Aurora? So we actually had family living here before. Okay. So yeah. I, my family is kind of like scattered all over the world, but basically like we had family from Venezuela that moved here and had been living here for like 20 years already. So, oh. um, that family was, so like all my cousins that I have now, like it's like their parents were, so it's like, they're like a okay. family of four kids. So it's three women and one guy. And so they all came here and they came here when they were in their teens and now like they're all had kids and the kids are my age and whatever but basically they okay. were living in aurora so we moved in with our aunt so their mom um we moved like everyone's lived in that house because so <laughs> my entire life has been like it like living in canada has been people coming to visit from venezuela or colombia and then eventually they move here but everyone stays at her house first because she's always willing to like take them in and they're there like while they get settled and try That's to find so a place nice. and they're just like exploring and getting settled in yeah so we lived there for pro- probably for about a year and then we found a house nearby and that's when I went to elementary school uh-huh. and then but this whole time my parents had this arrangement where my dad would travel back to Colombia because that's where his whole company was so he was he's ever like for the last like 14 13 years um, he's been traveling back and forth, so it's like he's there for a month, he's here for a month, and like so on and so forth. Sometimes okay, he has yeah. to go back earlier, but it's always been kind of like that, not really like stable in a way. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, over time, like I've had like a lot of different feelings about that because it's tough. Yeah. It's tough for my parents' like marriage, I guess, to like spend that much time apart because, in a sense, they get they've gotten used to not having each other around all the time and developing their own routine. Yeah. And I think my dad's very much gotten used to, like, having his quiet, like, apartment in Colombia. And then when he comes here, it's, like, totally different. Yeah. Because, like, my brothers are so young and they're very loud and, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Wait, do you want to say what your, what ages are siblings? Yeah. So, my, so my parents are, like, also fairly young, I feel. So, my, my parents got married. My mom was 21. Um, my dad was 25. My mom had me at 25. And so... Now they're like, they're both still in her 40s. Um, my brothers are, one's in grade 12, um, and he's currently 16. 
going to be 17? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then the other one is 12. Yeah. Yeah. So he's so was, was he born in Canada? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the last okay. one was born in Canada. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. So then, after when you moved to Canada, did you speak any English? No. So I have a really <laughs> funny story about this. <laughs> also, so that everyone knows, I feel like Gabby knows all these stories, but I literally know nothing yeah. about Camilla. So this is You'll really fun it, yeah. for me. I'm like, learning. Even me too, because like I heard all these stories, yeah. like, I feel like six... Five or six years like a ago. Lot of like, I haven't really, like, uh-huh. heard them in a long time. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, the first elementary school that I went to was called St. Jerome, and it was in Newmarket. I mean, in Aurora, sorry. And I always tell people this story, because people always ask me, they're like, oh, so you weren't born here, so, like, did you know any English? And I was like, no, like, not at all. <laughs> so people are like, whoa, like, you have no accent. And I'm like, because, like, I was young, and so it was, so, yeah. it was super easy to get rid of it, I think, like, being in school and being forced mm-hmm. to speak English in that environment. But basically, I remember this day like it was yesterday. My mom was dropping me off at school. And then she was like, okay, like, bye, have a good day. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, you can't leave me here with all these people. Like, I don't know how to communicate. And she was like, you'll be, you're, you're fine. Like, you'll figure it out. So I started crying. And I'm like bawling my eyes out. And uh, my teacher comes over and she was trying to comfort me. So she was like, oh, I spent, like, in Spanish, she starts speaking a little bit. Oh, though, and she was yeah. like... I spent some time in Venezuela, so, like, I know a little bit of Spanish, like, you're going to be okay. So that sort of, like, calmed me down. Mm-hmm. But everybody who was in my class was, like, like staring at me, like, who is this yeah, they're young this girl? Yeah, they're Canadian, like, <laughs> yeah. what, this little seven or eight-year-old? Year old, yeah, like, they're this little Colombian girl like, crying. Girl? <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, from ever since, like, that moment, it was a blur. I kind of just picked it up. I don't even mm-hmm. remember, like, not understanding it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like once you're thrown into the environment and I had to sit in a classroom, um, I you just kind of like you just learn it. It's like mm-hmm. this inexplicable thing. And when you're so young yeah. it's so easy mm-hmm. to learn a new language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think at the beginning what happened was I think I fell behind a little bit because I was sitting in these classes and I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. So oh, like yeah. Yeah. So That's I think so that put me behind in like certain subjects, especially like really technical things like math and science that yeah. you're supposed to like keep up in order to so those going into high school like those weren't my fortes and then I felt like once I switched over to university and I was really strong in like reading and writing and just like I was able to develop better study habits yeah I felt like I was playing catch-up but like I was also I just I just everything just came a lot easier whereas in high school I was still very much trying to catch up and then finally like when I got to university I was I felt like okay like even playing field like you're on the same level Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah like I, I remember in high school, because, mm-hmm. I don't know, like you said, people always tell me, like, oh, you don't have an accent, and mm-hmm. probably meeting you, nobody would, you know, jump to the conclusion yeah. that you weren't born here, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes you'd be talking, and, like, I'd say something, and usually, like, I'm not going to say any of the words, usually they're inappropriate words <laughs> that we would be using <laughs> in conversation, and Camilla would, like, whisper to you, she'd be like, what does that mean? Yeah. And, and I would always think, like, how does she not know what yeah. this means, but it's because I think, like, yeah. Like, you, like, watch Spanish television mm-hmm. a lot of the time, like, yeah. in your house, like, yeah. things are in Spanish, so she, it was, yeah. I just remember that. It was always so yeah. cute, and yeah. I'd always be like, I don't even know how I know this word, but, like, yeah. why do you not know this word? And yeah. it was just, That's also yeah. been another thing that I've found very common, like, whether it's, like, catchphrases or, like, kid, like, 
like TV shows that people used to watch as kids. Yeah. And like I I can't relate to any of that because even though I was only in Colombia for seven years, like those seven years was like purely just like Colombian culture, like yeah. Spanish speaking and it wasn't anything like American or Canadian. So Yeah. And I, I, I do feel like kind of that the sense of humor that you develop mm-hmm. in your home or your native language mm-hmm. Is what sticks with you, and even though, like what you said, you're really young. Yeah. My dad, um, my dad was born in Bolivia, and he grew up speaking Spanish. Um, and before he moved to the U.S. when he was a teenager, and he, to this day, like he like watching movies mm-hmm. much prefers like slapstick comedy or mm-hmm. like a mm-hmm. um, like high fast paced action movie because mm-hmm. I feel like some of that like intuitive understanding of what's going mm-hmm. on in language. Yeah. It just, it, it is never quite the same as it is in your mother yeah. language, yeah. right? Yeah, it's kind of strange. Yeah. Yeah, but, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so now that we have kind of the gist of, <clears throat> you know, your backstory, what is like, what has it been like growing up in Canada with, in a different culture that's like, you're very immersed in it, obviously, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you've taken on the Canadian way of life, mm-hmm. especially now that you know, you're older and you're more independent. Yeah. But at home, like, from what I've experienced of your family, your family's very rooted, like, mm-hmm. in their Colombian culture. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, you really celebrate both sides of that. Yeah. But yeah. what has that been like trying to learn to balance yeah. Yeah. those two things? That's always been so interesting to me because I feel like, like, there's, like, no cultural background mm-hmm. in my family. And, like, I just went home and it was, like, the same as school. Yeah. So I'm, like, it's so weird that yeah. I knew that other kids would go home and it was, like, a completely different world. Mm-hmm. Is your family just, like, purely Canadian? My family's just, like, super I love Canadian. it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so cool because I, I feel like, in a way, I almost feel like my family is very much of the two. And sometimes they conflict. Yeah. So it's, like, I almost wish sometimes... I almost wish... <laughs> Now I can't speak. I almost wish that sometimes it was either, like, purely Colombian or purely Canadian because you're constantly in, like, this limbo of the two. Yeah. And you can definitely tell from, like, the older people, like, that that family that moved here and, like, now that they're all parents and stuff. Like, our parents and then my younger cousins and and us and, like, we're so used to having both. But for a lot of people it can be really confusing. But one of the biggest examples I think would be now that I'm in university and I'm the oldest kid in my family. So my family's like first generation of immigrants, right? Like we yeah. were the first, like later, like years down the road when I have kids, like they'll be, like their whole life generation. will be yeah, yeah in Canada, right? Like yeah. they won't know mm-hmm. what it was like to make that transition. But yeah. yeah, but the biggest example is just me living at home right now. And even though there's a lot of people who commute and a lot of people who mm-hmm. um, like do that, um, for me, I think it's because in Colombia, nobody goes away to school nobody leaves their families like Mm -hmm. you don't work as a young person so those are like struggles and things that I've had to sort of like break through in my family because at first Mm. um for many years I didn't like have a job growing up whereas like a lot of my friends did like you worked in high school yeah I didn't work in high school mostly because I was also a competitive figure skater so I didn't have the time but once I wanted to get a job after skating, my dad had, like, a very big problem with that. And he... Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 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 So his, his his point of view was kind of like, but why do you want to work if you don't need to? Like, I can provide for you. And that's very much the mentality in Colombia. You basically live with your parents until you're married. And even when you're in university, like, they pay for all your expenses. Oh, and wow. young people really don't work unless they need to. So... Okay. And then is it, like... Does mm-hmm. it go back to the idea of, like 
your parents provide for you and then you get married and then your husband provides for you kind, kind of thing. thing. Yeah. 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 I feel like Columbia is still very traditional in a way yeah. like that. And yeah. um, as much as like I hate to say it or admit it, it's like it's still like a very sexist mentality in terms of like yeah. the man is the provider. He's the one who has to take care of you. And like, you know, like it's and you're kind of like the like like stay at home like woman like yeah. please your husband kind of thing. Yeah. So it's really interesting. Yeah. But so yeah, so that was a big issue. Because um, once I started working at the tea shop, actually, I did that sort of like on my own and my dad kind of like accepted it and he did think that it was, he accepted it and he said, I think that's very responsible of you. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm proud of you. I don't disagree. But then as it went on, he would come in sometimes to visit. Uh-huh. And my dad's very intense like that. Like he <laughs> is very like on top of things and very much like, he's like a, he's like a hawk just like circling over yeah. you, like watching what you're doing and he's analyzing and he's thinking. Mm-hmm. So he would come in coincidentally during like dead periods. So I would just be like um, either like cleaning up or trying to like get ahead on closing or sometimes when I would, didn't have anything to do, I would just be like sitting there reading a book or doing homework. And I think he started to like get annoyed with it and he kind of just started to say like, um, you know, like your time is valuable. Like, you know, like every time I go in there, like there's nobody there and like, you know, like this is good, but like, what do you do? Like what, how is this progressing your potential like career or something that you want to do? So he like started sort of like started to not see the point at it anymore and basically wanted me to like get out of there. And that was really frustrating for me because, um, I was like, okay, like I get it. But at the same time, like, even though this isn't like, you know, like an amazing job or whatever, it's like, it taught me a lot of things. It taught me how to like manage it with school, how to like, how like a business like that is like properly run. Um, how to like, you know, like at that point, how to deal with like transactions and customers and whatever. And yeah. just sticking something through and learning mm-hmm. that you can't just yeah. quit something whenever you don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a good lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then after that, I sort of like started working with my dad, like helping him out with some stuff at home. Just like he started teaching me about like, um, just like different things around the house, like with the bills and like mortgages, mortgage stuff and like bank stuff. So I started mm-hmm. like doing that kind of stuff, but he supports anything that's like career related. But I think other than that, he doesn't see the point of like, having a job just for the sake of having a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. But then, so I know, like, you kind of brought up, like, this kind of, like, sexist mm-hmm. double standard and, like, way yeah. of life. But does that apply in any way to having a career? Like, because mm-hmm. you're, you're obviously going to university. Yeah. I mean, your parents are, yeah. as far as I know, were, like, very encouraging about that. Mm-hmm. Like, they want you to, like, be successful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it, like, after you graduate, would it be... Like, how would that work? Like, is it expected in, well, that you'll get a Not necessarily or... directly in regards to your parents, but mm-hmm. even in Columbia, like, yeah. do women go to university and then, like, have careers or do you just kind of go and then, like... Women do. Most do. Yeah. I think I think the thing is, like, it's a lot harder to have those opportunities there just yeah. because industries are small. So, like, for example, the film industry and, like, what I'm in right now, it's, like, yeah. very, like... Um, it's very much like an oligopoly in the sense of like there's two channels that like manage mm. everything and those two channels are like networks. It's basically like they produce like news but they also produce like shows and telenovelas and that's it and it's hard to enter that market. Okay, yeah. So um, I think that's also part of it. Like my dad says to me all the time, he's like you working in film right now and being able to work with all of these like freelancers and independent people, like you would have not been able to do that in Columbia yeah. because one, people can't be trusted people take advantage of you and it's just that's not it's like it's just those opportunities aren't as like available over there as they are here Mm -hmm. but no I think my dad knows that I want to have a career and he's supportive of that um but the fact that like we live here also has like 
yeah a lot more to do with that Mm. yeah so at what point um I mean it might have been like right when you moved here but Mm. maybe it changes you were older did you kind of identify that Canadian life and like the country that you had moved to is like very different and other kids that you went to school with had like very different families and like Mm -hmm. different values and different yeah you know ways of living Mm -hmm. than you did like was that like immediately you were like whoa yeah I don't think there was like a turning point but I think um well one for one Colombians are very loud and my mom and I like (laughs) always make fun of like always always laugh at this because it's like there's we're always yelling even if like, nobody's mad, like, they're just loud yeah. and, like, enthusiastic yeah. people, so my mom always thinks it's funny, where she's like, I don't understand how, like, Canadian parents, like, like, reprimand their children, and they're just like, honey, like, look at me, like, listen to me, my mom's <laughs> like, ah, she's, like, screaming, and she, so it's just funny, so, like, my mom's always like, let's try to be Canadian and talk to each other, like, nice and softly, and we can't do <laughs> oh it, my God. <laughs> but, but no, like, growing up, just so many different things, like, for one, my dad, like, even before university started for me, he was always like, wait, like, why are your friends, older brothers and sisters going away to school? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why are they wow. leaving their house at, like, 17 years old? Um, and just different things, I guess. Yeah, like, my family was always, like, very much together because Colombia is, like, a very, like, family-oriented country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Latin American culture in general. Um, but I think, like, if there was, like, one turning point where I felt like I'm Canadian was actually when my family and I, so my mom and my brothers and I got our citizenship before my dad did just because you have to complete a certain number of days here and like they, and like, and like my dad did so much traveling that his came later. Um, so for us, the day that we went to our citizenship ceremony, the judge, we went up to like take a photo with the judge and our like certificates that said we were like officially Uh Canadian. And I remember him specifically saying one thing to me and he was like, now you're Canadian, like now whenever, like, anybody asks you, like, where are you from, or, like, like, what's your nationality, like, you say Canadian, and, (laughs) and, and, like, not, like, in an aggressive way, but, but it was crazy, because I was, like, oh, like, my whole life I've been, like, Colombian, but now I guess that, like, I'm officially both, so, and I still remember that, like, it was funny, like, going up to take a photo with that judge, (laughs) who had really good vision, by the way, because he was, like, reading from this, like, tiny, like, fine print (laughs) book, and he didn't have glasses. (laughs) Wow. That actually reminds me. I just got um, my like summoning to take my mm-hmm. citizenship. <laughs> oh my god! What's Citiz- up with you guys? Citizenship test on November fifth. Wait, is that my birthday? birthday? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. That's so cute. Yeah. So wait, did wait, you so- have to take the test? No, because at the time I was underage, Dang. so my mom had to take the test for me. Yeah. Wait, your mom. Yeah, like basically <laughs> everybody's my mom's- fate rested on yeah. your mom. <laughs> yeah. So my like she didn't have to take like separate tests. She just took the one test, and then yeah. we were just kind of like hopped was it on the hard? bandwagon of Did that. She, say? she studied, and my dad took it too, like later on. But no, it's you. It's literally like provinces and territories. Like yeah, one okay. was confederation. Like. Stuff okay. like that. <laughs> Stuff that we learned in history class. You're I know. Fine. <laughs> I know, but I, I got the handbook and I looked at it and I was like, I don't remember any of this. Um, for everyone um, listening to the podcast who doesn't know, we haven't talked about it yet. Oh, yeah. But you're not a Canadian I'm not citizen. A Canadian yeah, and citizen. I didn't know that until literally last week because we were talking about <laughs> voting and Gabby was like, I'm not voting. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, why aren't you voting? I yeah, was like, I can't, I can't vote. I felt so you guilty can't. yesterday because yeah. we have a, well... I don't know, I guess for those of you who don't live in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, yesterday was the mayoral election, and yeah. our apartment building had a polling station. Oh, it or did? A That's so station. convenient. Yeah, so mm-hmm. every time I walked through the through the lobby, though, like, I felt really <laughs> self-conscious. I was like, 
I, I am an involved citizen. I just can't. I'm not allowed. I, I can't know. vote. I know. I actually tried to vote yesterday, and I was like so dumb because I, I, like, I wanted to go and vote, and I did like yeah. I did. I wasn't sure who I was gonna go vote for yet. And I did some research, and I was like, well, I had it at, at class actually, and he was like, usually I would be one of the first ones to say like don't politics are bullshit and whatever but he was like this is important like there's a yeah. lot of changes that are going to be happening uh-huh. and especially if you're a commuter or not like this is your city that you live in like go vote so I was like okay and then I realized I can't vote in Toronto because I live in Aurora <laughs> and so when I went there you can still oh wait no because yeah. you don't have a you don't have yeah. a house here exactly. you have to have an address yeah. I could have used one of my parents like because they have condos down here I could have used one of those addresses I think that you have to have proof that you live there though. you do you have, yeah. to, have, you have to have like a piece of ID with that address on yeah on mm-hmm. it Whatever, I was well, sad. I went. The, the intention was there, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I had another question too oh, for yeah. Camilla before, okay. and then we forgot. Go for it. Um, was there like a moment where, like, when you first moved here, mm-hmm. it felt probably because you don't speak the same language as all the other kids. It's like you and then all the other kids, and so you'd feel more like yeah. you relate to your family rather than everyone else. Yeah. But like once you get to that point where your English is just as good as all the other kids, and you're just like mm-hmm. one of the kids, was there like a moment where you felt like you related more to, like, Canadian kids, and mm-hmm. it was, like, was that, like, a weird thing? No, I get what you're saying. So, you know that I mean? was definitely more in high school when mm-hmm. I started to really see, like, and I think I would speak to you about, like, those frustrations a lot, and mm-hmm. we would, I remember there was one day where you came, we were doing, we came into school early, and you came in, like, super, like, frustrated and, like, freaking out, and I was like, what's wrong? And, like, your dad had, like, dropped you off at school late or something yes and, and yeah. it was just we we both could relate on this uh, on this because our, our parents both our dads both did a lot of traveling and so they would like there's a lot of questions that they ask mm-hmm. and like because they don't know your regular routine they just don't, yeah <laughs> both yeah we this is definitely something that we bonded over because both mm-hmm. of our dads were away i would say like between 50 and 70 percent of the time like depended on the time of year but yeah um, and sometimes, like, this particular time, I know what you're talking about. I think yeah. we were editing a movie, yeah. and we had to be there early because we had to get like this work chilling. done. <laughs> and I was frustrated because my mom was away, mm-hmm. and I couldn't drive yet, so my dad mm-hmm. had to drive me to school. Mm-hmm. And usually, he was always like, oh, I want to get to work early. He, mm-hmm. He's, like, an early bird. He likes to be at work at, like, 8 o'clock. So yeah. he would always be like, I'm going to drop you off to, at school at, like, 6.45. Yeah. And I was like, are you crazy? You can't, they're not even open. Like, you can't just leave me there. Um, but then this time, I was like, I have to be at school by, like, 7.30 or yeah. something. And then it was just a huge thing. Yeah. And he, like, wasn't ready. He was yeah. on the phone with somebody, yeah. which was, you know... Took forever. Story of my life. Yeah, like, my dad's always on yeah. the phone, too. My dad has three phones, like, work phones. It's really annoying. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I feel like I know what you're going to say, but I don't know. I don't want to put words into your mouth. So you finish yeah, the story, I and think, then I'll, like, say I if think I'm like, thinking the same thing. Yeah. Not, like, maybe this wasn't in terms of, like, culture stuff, but I think I always talk to you about these things. Or, like, yeah. for example, one another thing that my parents, like, a rule that they had was, like, not being able to sleep over at people's houses. Like, mm-hmm. ever in high school, I was That's not so allowed to have, like, sleepovers. Yeah. yeah. Because I think this whole idea also of, like, they couldn't, they didn't trust, like, people out there in the yeah. world. So in high school, I, I very much felt like I was Canadian. So I was like, and I was very like accustomed to the Canadian way of doing yeah. things of like going out with friends and stuff. And so, um, when I didn't, how, when I had like this sort of like restricted freedom, then I kind of felt like resentful towards my parents, like for being so strict. And I was like, I don't understand. Like everybody else is allowed Gets to like to do this. go out yeah. and do all these things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, why am I, you know, like so restricted? And I just felt like yeah. my rules were totally different. But Gabby and I's parents were like 
very, very similar. Very, yeah, very similar in yeah. terms of, like, how strict they were. I think because my dad, one, like, came from his very strict upbringing and, like, you know, mm-hmm. kind of man of the house, like, you know, whatever. Obviously, at a different level because, like, I wasn't <laughs> born in that culture. Yeah. And my mom is not from uh, Bolivia. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so she also had a, that balance. Yeah, too. she had more of a balance. Like she's still very formal and, and whatnot, but like a little mm-hmm. bit more yeah. liberal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like that story in particular, where like I came in and I was really upset, mm-hmm. like because I didn't understand like how Canadian kids like are allowed to talk to their parents sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if I had gotten that upset in the car with my dad oh, yeah. and had been like yelling at him or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been, like, game yeah. over. Like, no, no way. But yeah. I would see my friends being, like, what the F, Dad? Like, why would yeah. you do something like that? We never and, like, to we were like always yeah. the ones that were, like, <laughs> what the heck? Like, yelling at each <laughs> yeah. other yeah. because they were, like, did I tell you yeah. what happened? And then, yeah. like, our friends were just yelling at their parents. Yeah, it's true. But, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 There is, like, some... And, like, even my mom says sometimes when she's, like... Like you, like you don't say anything. Like don't get involved because when she when she said that when growing up she was taught whenever like adults were having conversation or like m- like saying their opinions on a subject matter that was like not for the kids. The kids yeah. were not allowed to get involved. Like they yeah. were their opinion that was, was not welcome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but yeah, I think in high school a lot of that came out just because like or like people were allowed to go away like to cottages and stuff with friends and like mm-hmm. I was never allowed to do any of that stuff until yeah. like now like now I am and but yeah. it's still very much like baby steps. Yeah. Um. Or like I don't like maybe that's just like my family in general, but my parents have just always been like very like tight reins and and yeah. in a way I understand and I'm grateful because I've never had like any bad or like uncomfortable experiences Mm -hmm. but my dad always says this thing where he's like you can choose everything in life has to happen to you like everything you can choose for it to happen in the best way or you can let it happen in the worst way yeah so that's what my ethics class lesson is all about this week yeah yeah it was crazy we learned quick quick digression Mm -hmm. we learned that like everything is, like, this one person's theory is that, yeah, like, everything's a choice, Mm -hmm. and it's, like, even when you're in a situation where you don't have a choice, Mm -hmm. like, you've been enlisted in the army and you have to go, it's, like, well, you can run away or you can, like, kill yourself. Like, basically, like, choosing to die is always a choice. Mm -hmm. It's, like, no matter how bad of a situation you're in, you have to choose. Or if you're choosing to let someone else choose for you exactly and that's true. That kind of, like, ties into, like, with, I think, some of my frustrations have come with, like, I wish that, like, I had that choice, like, to be able to make that choice for myself yeah, and not have someone constantly it making yeah. it for me. Yeah. So, like, I trust them 100% because I know that, like, and they're selfless in every way and it they comes from, like, a good intention. intention. Yeah, it yeah. comes from a good place. Um, but, mm-hmm. but, yeah, I think as you get older, you can't help, but, like, want to do your own thing and yeah. want to feel independent. And there's, like, sometimes where I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I'm there, but then something will happen where they're like, oh, you're not allowed to do this. Like, we don't yeah. agree. And I'm like, and I just feel like we're taking steps back. Yeah. So that's always, like, yeah. I found a couple yeah. of my best friends in high school were, um, like, either them or them and their parents had, like, immigrated or some of them were refugees. And, like, mm-hmm. they definitely had that, um, like, all the same problems that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like even though they are from, like, tons of different countries mm-hmm. all over the world, just cu- countries with, like, any different cultural values and background your parents just like yeah and they're not even like always struggle in high school yeah it's just different and it's just some values don't work in different places like if I brought my values and I moved to like Colombia 
people would not be down for it. They'd yeah. be like, who is this girl? Also, so the second like, that you stepped on Colombian soil, they'd probably be like, this girl's not from here. Yeah, <laughs> she looks this too Canadian. Cool. <laughs> yeah. No, but, and I think about it now, too, and I'm like, okay, like, how am I going to be as a, as a parent when I have kids? And I feel like all I want to do is just be, like, understanding and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, say, like, okay, well, if you want to do this, like, I'm not, like, I don't want to completely restrict them like I was restricted, but just let there be a balance and let them know that they can communicate and be honest and open and yeah. develop a kind of relationship where, you know, like, it's, they, they, they don't feel, like, frustrated or resentful. It's just, like, there's, it's like a two-way street yeah, and there's trust. I agree with that. That's what I was thinking while you were talking about that because, um, I, like you, like, I was in the middle of mm-hmm. kind of, like, rule level, rule level yeah. in I high school. I think it's like a scale of your, fr- your parent being your friend and your parent being just a parent. Yeah. And then that's so I was the like in the middle. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so there were some things that I like definitely wasn't allowed to do. Mm-hmm. And I look back on it now or I like talk about it with my mom now mm-hmm. and I understand it a lot more. Like, like you were saying, your dad was explaining it to you. Yeah. Um, and like in hindsight, you can see how it was positive. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest problem at the time and, like, the reason that, like, it was so upsetting sometimes mm-hmm. is because you, you just don't understand. No. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I often think, you know, if somebody had just explained it to me or, like, said, like, yeah. this is where I'm coming mm-hmm. from, yeah. as opposed to just being, like, no. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I have an example of yeah. that specifically from, like, the whole, like, sleepover topic. When I was young, the answer was always, like, no. Like, every time I would go and ask, I'm like, oh, like, maybe if I try to ask in a different way, like, the answer will if be I'm different really nice this time. If I clean my room yeah. first, if I yeah. mop the floor. Yeah. So <laughs> I would go and I would ask, and my mom would always be like, you already know how we feel about that, like, so no. And, and it's only been now, like, that I'm older, that I'm always 20 years old, that I can, like, you know, I stayed over at, like, my, my best friend's house, or, like, my friend recently, like, last weekend I stayed down here, and that was, like, not something usually that we I would do, or, like, my cousin's house. Um, but when I was, when I got older, it's, like, in Colombia, like, for example, like, I think there's a lot of, like, instances where, like, let's say you go and sleep over at a friend's house and, like, you know, like, you, there's a lot of instances where there's been, like, sexual abuse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that idea of me just being vulnerable by going to somebody else's house and my parents not knowing what's going on in that environment mm-hmm. was really scary for them. Yeah. And, but, like, how and do you tell that to, like... they don't know how to talk to a seven-year-old yeah, about that. How do you, how do you tell yeah. that to, like, a seven-year-old girl? Like, no. Um, but, like, also other things that I understood is, like what, like, what if you go and you, like, get into a fight with your friends or something, and then you're just there, and it's uncomfortable, yeah. and you have to stay. Yeah. So, fun. yeah. 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 So. I feel like on a scale of friend to, like, parent, I was definitely, like, pretty close to friend. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom was, like a mom at the end of the day like if something serious happened she was like I will be your mom now but like also it was definitely more of a friend dynamic and so I feel like it's so different from well it would be interesting to hear too from you like from like like a really Canadian point of view like what was your sort of dynamic growing up like my yeah it's like so different I guess like to relate to that mine was like my mom like how you were talking about how you wanted to raise your kids that's Mm -hmm. like how my mom raised me it was like Mm -hmm. very open channel like I could ask her if we could go like if I wanted to like drink at a party or something when I was like 14 Mm -hmm. she would be like I'd rather you not do that but if you're going to I'm gonna drive and buy you like Mike's hard lemonades so you don't drink some random guy's like tequila Mm -hmm. when you're like 14 so here (laughs) have this Mike's hard lemonade that has no alcohol in it Mm -hmm. I'll buy some for your friends I will drop you off I will pick you up Mm -hmm. text me if you ever leave the house or go somewhere else Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. And, like, if I was, yeah. like, 16 and 
super drunk yeah. and in a bad situation, I knew that no matter what I looked like, I could call her at like two in the morning mm -hmm. or I could call any of her friends at two in the morning, mm -hmm. like my grandma at two in the morning and yeah. anyone would come pick me up like blackout drunk if I was yeah. and it wouldn't be a problem, you yeah. know? Yeah. And like Gabby and I, who felt like we had to like hide that from our parents. Yeah. <laughs> I found like my friends thing. who had to hide it were my friends who ended up doing the worst things and ended up getting mm -hmm. themselves in really bad, mm -hmm. dangerous situations yeah. because they were the ones that didn't have that like open communication. Luckily, yeah. like that, I that was never that us. That wasn't yeah. us, but I feel yeah. like I just avoided all mm -hmm. situations because I was so scared of getting in trouble and like mm -hmm. yeah. I obviously like my mom and I are really, we're a lot closer now, I feel like, mm -hmm. because I don't have to be worried about getting in trouble for things, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but, like, at the time, even though my mom was always like that, like, no matter where you are, what's yeah. happening, like, if you need help, like, I will always come get you, mm -hmm. yeah. but I always knew that after that, came the talk, it was like, yeah, yeah that I would be getting <laughs> in a lot that. of trouble, so then it was like, just not worth it, and, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so, mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's like a whole long discussion. Like it we is. can talk a while about yeah. parenting and like <laughs> pros and cons, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like everybody will look back on their childhood yeah. and be like, "I wish my mom didn't do that." Yeah, yeah. but it's like you can't criticize. That's because... like everyone. I'm sure when we're parents, it'll be the same thing. But my dad always says it's like it's about like constantly like making improvements, like as generations go on. So like he saw things in his dad and his like parents' relationship that he didn't like, so he's tried to make better for us. Like I think yeah. my grandfather was very poor and like um ended up like doing really well later on in life and um but he was very like like he was very like frugal like he was very like he, mm -hmm. he didn't like because he was I think he knew what it was like not to have money so yeah he spent it very carefully oh yeah yeah, yeah. so whenever my dad would ask for things it was always like like oh uh, like you know what I mean so yeah for us like my dad has been very like selfless about that and has always been very generous and given us more than like we could ever ask for so he's very selfless in that way yeah. but he's still very like strict okay my family yeah. was the exact same mm -hmm. my mom's mom was super super frugal and mm -hmm. like would never get her anything and my mom has like so many traumatic like middle school experience when everyone has like yeah cool jeans and she can't have them and so she was always really nice to me too growing yeah. up yeah <laughs> yeah she's like no you can have the jeans mm -hmm. yeah or like other things like my grandfather wasn't very affectionate and like there wasn't like a lot of I love you's that went yeah. around the house so my dad's made that like something that like he says like literally all the time like even when he's away he'll always technically like love you like have a good day like yeah. you know yeah. yeah and imagine how much like the grandfather improved from his father too yeah. so it's yeah yeah every generation yeah. is different it's true yeah. crazy yeah. Um, um, okay, and parents in the beginning like, of time were trash. Yeah, <laughs> they, they all do anything, <laughs> right? Um, but, okay, yeah. I wanted to ask, out of all these experiences that you've had, um, what's one thing that you're grateful for having gained from this experience of immigrating to a new country? And yeah. um, I think just, like, admiring, like, how brave my parents were to literally leave their entire lives behind and everything they knew like that's mm -hmm. maybe like definitely something that like you know like I would want to have like carry over like when I'm a parent just like being like yeah like totally selfless and being able to like be that confident to take risks like that mm -hmm. um but I guess another thing I've taken away is like like how grateful I am to be able to live in a country with like so many opportunities mm -hmm. and yeah to do like it, like all the things that I'm doing now like I did a lot of freelance work over the summer like going over to like this like independent filmmakers like houses like two separate houses yeah. for two separate people and that's definitely not something I would have been able to do in Colombia like yeah. no way ever, ever, yeah ever. yeah and other things like my mom even says like 
so when I when I turned 16 like I got a car and then I was able to sort of like drive myself around to different places but my mom says like if we were living in Colombia still and you know like your dad would not be letting you drive around by yourself and you would not be like staying out late and coming home like driving at like 11 o'clock 12 o'clock in the morning yeah so it's it's totally different I think my life would have been like totally totally different if I lived there um but I'm, I'm grateful to be able to have um that experience and that mentality of like being from a different culture and having those experiences of like you know what it's like in other parts of the world mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and speak like speaking a second language too is like a huge advantage. yeah yeah it's very mm-hmm. valuable mm-hmm. um do you think you could ever see yourself moving back to Colombia? No. <laughs> no, I could never. I feel like I wouldn't even know, like, how to live over yeah. there. Like, how, where would I even yeah, start? Yeah, that would be, like, <laughs> culture shock 2.0. It like, would be. And I wonder back. if, like, my... And I think what's also interesting is, like, my dad is still very much, like, straddling two cultures at the exact same time. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I wonder when I can't do certain things or when, like, rules are different if it's because he's still, like... We left that behind a long time ago. But he did. But yeah. he's still very much living within that culture. Yeah. And he's seen a lot of, like, really bad things. Just, That's like, true. Yeah. And I wonder even if, like, you never know, like, his business associates there, like, if they're, like, oh, like, judging him for how mm-hmm. he lets his family live in yeah, another country, right? Yeah, it's like, right? oh my god, your family, yeah. like, yeah. so laid back, how is yeah. this even possible? Yeah. And then you get it's true. there and you're like, why are you so strict? And he's yeah. like, I literally do not know what's happening right now. <laughs> your dad has a secret podcast <laughs> where he talks about you. <laughs> and it does not be like, oh my god, guys, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's crazy. But I always say, I'm like, my parents really don't know how good they have it, okay? Like, I've never, like, smoked anything in my entire life. I, like, you know, like, don't, like, do bad things and like all I ever try to do is like try to make them proud but like they think that like it's, they're, I'm being difficult because yeah. I want to like do things okay and one final question and then we'll wrap things up mm-hmm. but well I guess we also kind of already talked about this but not really how do mm-hmm. you foresee what it will be like raising your children who will be second generation like purely be, Canadian like, first generation Canadians yeah. then Oh, yeah, first-generation Canadians from your bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, like, how would it... Like, how do you foresee yourself integrating Colombian culture? Mm -hmm. Like, will you speak Spanish at home? Or, like, is that something that you want? Or you're kind of like... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because I feel like, one, I would get a lot of from my family. Sorry, my life is sore on this. (laughs) Yeah, I'll bleep you out. (laughs) I would get a lot of, like, heat from my family if... I didn't speak Spanish to them, so I feel like that's, like, an obligation. Mm-hmm. I, I obviously definitely would want to, but it's hard because right now my mom and I sort of got into this, like, bad habit where I speak to her in Spanish. I mean, in, in English, and she speaks to me in Spanish all the time. Like, she never speaks English. Yeah. But I sort of, like, fell out of, like, this routine of speaking Spanish all the time to her. Um, yeah. So it would t- definitely take, like, more of, like, a conscious effort, but I would want them to be aware of, like, mm-hmm. where I came from, where, like my the rest of my family came from where a lot of my family still lives and I feel Um, like you're so lucky that you have such a huge like community from what it sounds like of people from where you're from yeah so yeah I feel like every single time I've been to your house (laughs) there are other like extended family members there like all the time yeah yeah Yeah. but no it's funny too because my I think I didn't realize it like I didn't because for me I speak both languages so I don't realize like when that like my family it's just like a constant back and forth all the time like people are switching languages constantly yeah so when my boyfriend comes over 
um, he's like part of the conversation while like it's in English, and then that people will switch without realizing, and then he like yeah, is totally like, out and has like no idea what's happening. <laughs> oh but he's it's good because he is like you need to teach me. He's like I want I want to know so I can be like part of these conversations. Yeah. So he like wants to know. Yeah. Um, so I would that would definitely yeah. be like a quality that I would want in like a future husband is like somebody who is also willing and interested in teaching our kids about Colombian culture yeah. and everything. Yeah, that's like also similar to my parents mm-hmm. because like basically my mom would have been like your boyfriend or something mm-hmm. like entering into this like yeah. kind of weird mishmash of like <laughs> American, Bolivian, yeah. or like Canadian, Colombian culture. Yeah. I remember and meeting your grandparents. You were like speaking yeah. Spanish and I went up and I was like, hola, como estas? And they were like, And they were like, But yeah, so she didn't speak any Spanish mm-hmm. when she started dating my dad and for the first, like, I don't know, I feel like they were together for probably about six or seven years before mm-hmm. she learned Spanish, um, and she only ended up really learning it because they moved to Mexico for mm-hmm. a while, mm-hmm. and she was like, yeah, my entire relationship with that whole side of the family changed because, like, you just don't even realize how much you can't how know much someone's, like, personality if you can't speak, hear them speak Yeah, yeah, exactly. she, yeah, I remember her saying, like, <laughs> okay, well, I can say this because, like, my grandma obviously is, like, or my abuelita is, like... Mm-hmm not gonna listen to this (laughs) but like she she said like um one she didn't realize because my abuelita and my mom didn't really get along very well in the beginning so she's like I didn't realize one how many mean things she would say about (laughs) me in Spanish because she didn't know wait was she like listening to her say these mean things after when she she would forget like my abuelita would forget that she could speak Spanish so she would say things how could anyone say anything mean about Terry she's the best I know, right? Uh-huh. Well, um, and then That's sad. and then she's cry. like, I also didn't know how many dirty jokes she would make. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's like all these like conversations that I thought I was missing that were like deep political conversations were just like these like her sexual <laughs> innuendos happening by like an old lady. <laughs> That's yeah, hilarious. so many things yeah. away for your future husband when he speaks Spanish. Yeah. But also, I don't speak Spanish. Like, mm-hmm. my dad mm-hmm. and my mom planned on teaching my brother and I Spanish, mm-hmm. and then it never... But you understand a little bit. I feel like times yeah, when I've can, spoken Spanish, you can pick up on certain yeah, things. Yeah, because your family speaks very clearly. Like, mm-hmm. I can understand your mom pretty well if she speaks yeah. it, um, and mm-hmm. you. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't really, can't really speak. Yeah. It's hard, because, like, I know, so one of, like, my my um, uncles who married um, a Canadian, like, she, again, like, doesn't speak Spanish. Yeah. She speaks English, but, like, so, like, our, my family will make a conscious effort to go back and forth between the two to keep her in the loop of conversations, yeah. but all the times when they forget and things just come naturally in Spanish, like, you'll mm-hmm. have to translate. Yeah. Um, but she still, like, doesn't speak it fluently, like, at all. Like, she yeah. picks up on, like, certain things, but it's still, mm-hmm. like, it's so hard. Yeah, it's Unless hard. It's forced. hard when you're not living in a country <laughs> yeah. where you're surrounded by mm-hmm. it, right? I think, like, yeah. also, because I, like, I'm very fluent in French, like, I'm bilingual. Mm-hmm. And if I hear people speaking Spanish, I can pick up on mm-hmm. usually what the conversation yeah, is about. Yeah, because sentence structure similar. is the same, it's and, like, a lot similar. of the Latin roots are similar. All so of, like, can, like, most of the words are honestly the same, except yeah. with different pronunciations for, like, the last vowel of all the words. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah but sure. it's nice, so, like, yeah, if you have another language background. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyways, this <laughs> is, like, like, a good... natural end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> 
been talking for a long time. Yeah. That's a lot of dissect on this And topic. you have class in, um... Mm, in now. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two minutes, yeah. It's okay. It's literally, like, just over it's here. Like on campus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Another thing that's interesting, too, is seeing the way that my... So, one of my cousins, Valentina, uh-huh. you've met her. Yeah, yeah. She's the same age as me, and she yeah. lives in Colombia, and the way that, like she lives over there oh, and yeah. like when she comes cool. here that's probably yeah. like a direct reflection of like oh, what your life would have been, been like. yeah and yeah. even just like small things of like how a lot of people in Colombia like don't wear makeup like on a day-to-day basis oh, yeah really? so when she comes here she's like why is everybody like cake-faced beautiful there, so. <laughs> yeah. example a also, you all have like perfect features and like tan beautiful skin they all do everyone colombian that i've ever met i know your whole family is like so beautiful and my cousin actually wanted to come here for university (laughs) (laughs) i was was just like trying to go (laughs) (laughs) my cousin wanted to come here for university and she there was like a lot of things so like a lot of and i really was like pushing for that because i'm like that would be so fun if we both went to school in the city but at the end of the day like she was like I, like she chickened out because she was like I can't like I, I can't like I, maybe when I was when, I, when she would have been younger it would have been easier but at this mm-hmm. point when like she's lived culture. her whole life and she would have had to leave behind like all her friends like where she mm-hmm. grew up and like to come to like a you know, even though she, yeah. I would be here and my family yeah. would be here. But yeah. imagine you having to go to Columbia and stay with her <laughs> and go to university yeah, there. Yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. I do feel like the one difference in that though is probably nobody that isn't Columbia and goes to Columbia universities, yeah. but like Canada and like a Toronto specifically, there's so many international yeah. people yeah, that's that true. it's yeah, like it a little be a different. different. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No, yeah. That was just a little like side thing. Yeah. 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 I remember when <laughs> Valentina used to come visit you in high school and she would come to school <laughs> and she would just like sit in our classrooms Wait, and everyone so would teach you to be like, what? <laughs> this. No. So, okay. Our whole lives we did this thing where like, <laughs> Wait, I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come. let me explain. So she would come. She would. I, I love how Gabby says this because it was like it was like the most normal thing ever, and it happened like twice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, because usually when you go like on vacation, you're like, why would you want to go to school? No, we would do this. So one time when I went to go visit her in Colombia, um, because she had done this before. So in elementary school, it was the same thing. I would go and ask for like special permission at the office for her to come and be a student for like oh three God. days and just sit in class with me. And then I did the same thing in high school. And I remember I brought her to PC in the yeah. uniform and everybody yeah. was like, what the hell? Is she like a new student? <laughs> twin? Like, who is this? And like, everybody was like, did we get a new student? Like, what? And I'm like, no, it's just my cousin. Like, why is she wearing the uniform? I'm like, because she, <laughs> she goes here for three days. Days. <laughs> And I did the you exact same thing when I, I went to her school. Yeah, That's I know. What so the heck? fun. I went to her school in Columbia, and I wore her uniform, and, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know. That's such a fun, like, cultural opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was funny. We, we always did that. We would sit in each other's classrooms and, like, meet each other's friends. Because what was she supposed to do all day while I was at school? Yeah, so. it's more fun to just hang out. It was more fun, yeah. So <laughs> she, would, she, yeah. Would, she would come and sit in class. You're like, wait, what? Does she speak enough English she speaks really good English she's like self-conscious about her English but she speaks in because she goes she went to a a high school in Columbia called the English school where everything was it was like it was like French immersion but in English everything was taught in English so she was really good and she reads in English all the time like she's a huge like bookworm but whatever (laughs) that's so cute okay well on that note yeah thanks again for coming (laughs) rate review subscribe rate review subscribe guys i will review and subscribe thank you so much um (laughs) share our podcast with your friends if you think this is good um if you Mm -hmm. think this is good hashtag hot cocoa wednesday okay how cute was that (laughs) i like that
that's really cute. Hashtag okay. Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.